Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast, John Driving Into Work Edition. Good morning, John. Pull up a car. <laughs> you know, I like it better when I'm driving home. I don't like this too much when I'm driving into work, but it is what it is. What are you going to do? You know, so. Either way, you got to listen to this stupid guy in your ear, and that ain't good either, is it? Oh, it's, it's better sometimes than listening to another stupid book, and certainly yeah. it's better than listening to politics or uh, news radio. So. Oh, ain't that the truth? Everybody hates everybody, John. There you go. Uh, all a lot of animosity I, in the world. Yes. All I know is uh, everybody's feeling to get hurt all the time anymore. Dude, I, I don't even know. I mean, everything that me and my friends did to each other growing up was totally politically incorrect. We'd all be in jail right now, me and my group of friends, <laughs> if, we got, if, we got, if we were around today, John. Was, we, yeah, we, we yeah, didn't no pull doubt. any punches with each other, if you get what I'm saying. Now everything has to be kick gloves with everybody, so I don't know. But at the same time, it seems like we've gotten to a more violent uh, society because, you know, Doug, it, it, we have to treat each other with kid gloves or we get offended. But at the same time, I don't remember when I went to school, I didn't remember being terrified that uh, a gunman was going to break into my elementary school and shoot me. No. And that's where we're at at the same. So, I mean, it, we've devolved into to do different departments you know you can't talk to each other meanly but we can shoot each other i mean so i i I don't get it man i don't no well like i said i don't understand how we don't have a our military you know retired military guarding the schools is what i think should have to happen there's taxpayer monies for everything else but not for that it makes no sense to me you know we can continue to give money to people that don't want to work but we can't help guard schools and have money to protect children so i don't know something needs to be done it's yeah. just scary i'm just i i'm thankful every day that my son's graduated high school because the last year of his high school we were terrified i mean it was mm-hmm. a worry every freaking day of him and we shouldn't be living like that. no no no, in, no nobody should in the united states of america that should not be a concern that you're worried about your child going to school no. it's one thing when i was in the military and i'm you know i was only in the navy but still i'm in the military that's one thing 
you put you drop your kid off at school, you should not be terrified nope. of him coming home. No, nope. it's ridiculous. No, nope. and here we go again. We're not we're we're off on a tangent. Not nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, it's it is what it is. No, but anyhow, I got some cool stories for you from uh, working at Magic Kingdom last week. Okay, so. you want to fill us in on them? Sure. Uh, uh, we said I worked yes last Sunday in the afternoon at the Magic Kingdom. So, and I I know you dislike the. Uh, the little songs that come out after or before a sports star scores or does a touchdown or whatever. Yeah. You've uh, griped about that before, but uh, one of our players here in Tampa, his name's Victor Palat, after he scores a goal um, for the Tampa Bay Lightning, after he scores a goal, they play Sweet Caroline, a little clip. And so I'm driving back from Pop Century and Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond is one of the songs that plays on the uh, background. And the whole bus was singing Sweet Caroline. It was so cool. There's, you know, about 70 people singing Sweet Caroline. And I'm, I'm, the whole time I'm driving, I'm going, Victor Pollock shoots and scores! So it was, it was pretty cool. So. Nah, and, dude. See, this is where, again, words got tongue-tied and twisted. I don't mind a celebration after you score a touchdown. I mind when you get a first down or you catch a ball, or you actually did your job that you're celebrating. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, certain things are fine. And the other thing I don't like is, like, when you go to a baseball, basketball, or football game anymore, there is nonstop noise. Like, they they don't feel like people are capable of enjoying themselves with any kind of silence whatsoever. And this is a guy that can't sleep without something playing, so I'm, I'm, I'm being <laughs> honest. But my truth is, is when I'm at a Phillies game, I want to be able to talk to my godson or my wife about the game and not constantly hear claps with the bats going, songs going. Like, you can, there's not five seconds of silent during an entire sporting event anymore. At the Sixers game when me and Brenda went, the whole time music is blaring and they're doing these advertisements with bucket chasing this on the di- like they don't feel like you have, your attention span could take a five second break, John. That's what I get annoyed with. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with the celebration songs, but that is pretty cool. So, you're, how are your Panthers doing now? I know you're a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, but you're rooting for Florida. How are they doing so far? Are you happy? Ah, uh, they're down one. Yeah, okay. no, they're down one. They they uh, lost to Vegas last night. So, okay. oh yeah, I'd love to see the Stanley Cup come back to Florida just to rub it in the face of all the Northern fans that say that hockey doesn't belong in Florida. But <laughs> we'll see. Either way, it's it's kind of going. It's either going west or it's going south. It's not going back up to the the uh, standard you know what you would expect to be winning the stanley cup so um but yeah it's exciting to see uh hopefully uh i don't know doug do you remember a time ever when uh same city had two teams in the in either playoffs at the same time going on i mean uh miami heat and the uh florida panthers played down there near miami sunrise anyway but uh it's pretty interesting to see two te- uh two teams from the same area yeah. At the same time. Yeah, it's so. been a while for us, dude. The Flyers and the Sixers haven't been good together at, at a long time because they're the two teams it has to be. I mean, yeah, because yeah, baseball yeah. overlap. I mean, baseball and football. They none, nothing overlaps the way hockey and baseball uh, football. Not does. not in playoffs. No. Yeah, we got the finals going on in both at the same time this year. I mean, exactly the same time. So. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Pretty exciting. Uh, I couldn't have been. I I love Tommy with all my heart, and you know Tommy and Judith are my peeps. But 
the way the Sardics lost was so I enjoyed it so oh, much. Oh yeah, it was it was close too. So. Dude. Yeah. Oh, and then they and then they got their butts kicked in the last one. So yeah, yeah. and, and they, the way they fell apart at the end of that game and lost it like it was almost you were celebrating, good, weren't you? Dude, it was. I just wanted them. To, I wanted all Celtics fans to be as miserable as I am as a Sixers fan. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I just did. I that was that brought a, such a smile and a cheer to my face. It almost was good as us winning is watching the Celtics lose. Let me put it that way. <laughs> to see Marcus Smart, like, so sad and upset about losing that game, because I hate Marcus Smart. I don't know. I just can't stand him. He's, he just fits right in with the the many years of the Danny Ainges and the, and the Kevin McHales and the whole hate-the-face kind of deal. Uh, Walker, I used to hate him. Uh, I know he was great, but Paul Pierce, I know Tommy loved him, but he he was a, the reason I hate him because he flat out killed us, if you get what I'm saying. You always hate who plays well against you, but all the Celtics, I just hate the face. I just they just drive me nuts, and I was so happy. Like I hate them a thousand times more than I've ever hated the Patriots. The Patriots is more of me just breaking stones, if you get what I'm saying. But yeah, the hate yeah. was the the hate is actually there. I mean, with the, with the Celtics. So sorry, Tommy, but that kind of did make me happy, and I was glad to get that hat out of the house. And I think that was right. Like getting that hat out of this house is what made them lose. I truly believe that John. So <laughs> all the heat fans can thank me for getting rid of that Celtics hat, John. Yeah. Yeah. But now it looks like they're going to get, uh, well, I mean one game, but still nuggets look pretty good against them. So we'll see. They're not beating nuggets, dude. Nuggets are too good. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, and, yeah they are. And the heat is too beat up. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they got Jimmy Butler, and that's about it, right? So, well, well, they got a team that buy. They all try to play. They all play hard. They're a good team. Yeah. But well, and, I mean, they they've seriously exceeded their expectations going into the playoffs. Yeah, they're eight the So yeah, yeah, yeah so. but they've gone to the game decide. They've they've the last two series, game sevens, has beat them up. Deep, uh, yeah, Denver, they yeah. just went right out. The only positive thing is, is Judith is from Denver, so she's rooting for. Her. So one good thing will happen, right? There you go. So, but anyhow. Oh, and the other cool part was uh, actually working at night, Doug, for the Magic Kingdom. I'm coming back from I'm coming back from Pop Century. It's dark outside, and the uh, I get the uh, famous drive under the water bridge as the electrical water pageant is going over the top of it. And that's pretty cool. So that, and it was actually the day before Memorial Day, and the uh, United States flag uh, little barge was going across the top. So it was all really cool. That so. is awesome, dude. That that bridge, dude. Every time I go across it, I'm amazed by. It. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love the fact that we got a cement bridge that floats across there. Don't you? When you're coming over from the Wilderness Lodge and all, don't you feel cool going across that? Oh, yeah, it's really neat. Really neat looking down and seeing cars going underneath you and trying to figure, what? Yeah, like something's backwards here. Usually I'm going over top of the boat, not the boat going over no, top of me. on here. Yeah. Yep. Talking about uh, flipped upside down. Uh, Presley's in here enjoying the show with us, John. He's keeping us company. Yeah. Very nice. He'll be good for one bark during this episode. So, yeah, I'm working at Disney Springs today, and... Uh, Disney Springs has a horrible reputation with all the bus drivers right now of them being nitpickers. Um, so we're going to see after five years of me being a stellar 
cast member if I get written up for something incredibly stupid tonight. <laughs> so we'll see, right? So, oh, the management there are nitpickers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, as you're as you're pulling into the load zone, right? And you're dropping guests off at uh, Disney Springs. Um, technically, we're not supposed to. You're not supposed to drive on the highways and stuff with your interior lights on because it puts reflection on the wind on your window, and you can't see as well as you can when it's pitch dark inside your uh, on your bus. But when we pull into load zones or we're getting near a stop, especially at uh, Saratoga Springs and Old Key West, stuff like that. We turn on one panel of the lights to get people accustomed to them before you. Yeah, so they're not walking blind. Yeah, and so uh, one of the drivers was pulling in to the load zone. Pulling in, he wasn't stopped yet, and he hit the interior lights on before he came to a complete stop. And uh, one of the managers came out and gave him what for for turning the light on about three seconds before he was actually supposed to. No. So it's that type of crap that is just. And another guy got in trouble for uh, when you put uh, the ECV or a wheelchair into the into the pod. You know, you strap it down. Yeah. Apparently, the hooks have to be facing down. They can't be facing up. Got in trouble for one of the hooks facing up. I mean, seriously, this is the stuff we're worried about. So, meanwhile, Ubers are out there racing 45 miles per hour in my load zones, trying to run me down. But that's fine. No, so. no, I hear you. And they don't have the nerve to say anything to them. They just no, look it on you because they have the power to do it. Yep, yep. You know, it goes to their head. It's just sad. And the sad part is, is I could see it coming out and telling you, listen, uh, dude, the hooks go this way. Just be cognizant of that. You understand what I'm saying? And move on. You don't have to get written off there's for a, it. Yeah, there's a certain way to uh, constructive criticism. Yes. And if you can't say it in the appropriate manner, then maybe you need to go back to leadership training and, and try to find the appropriate way to say things no. without getting... And some people are going to get bit out of shape no matter what. Yeah, yeah I, um, it is what it is. But, I mean, bully me. I don't know. I know what it's like running a crew. and Yeah, there you go. Everyone has a different way of dealing with stuff. And I know, yep. and I admit, when I'm being ran, I'm not, the, <laughs> I'm not the easiest person to control. I have to admit that, John. Yeah, I don't like being told a lot. You, I think you could see that with me, right? So... <laughs> so. But no. no, but everybody has a different way of reacting. You got to figure it all out. But you know, give a person a warning or two to begin with. Don't just write them up immediately. Yeah. Unless yeah. that person has a, already a reputation of being a renegade driver, if you get what I'm saying, that don't really care about yeah. any rules. Yeah. Well, and most of the drivers at Disney Springs is because nobody nobody wants to work there, so they're almost all new drivers. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, give them a, a little, you know, maybe instruct them the correct. Yeah, well, Disney should also have something that your file pops up, an app or something like that the managers are working with that your your background comes up, your abstract, if you get what I'm saying, and just see if you, who you are. And if you're usually doing good, there shouldn't be a problem with it because I know there's so many of you to okay. know who everybody is, but they should have some system or something that every manager could tell who's on their shift that night and who to look out for and who not. If that That's what I would want. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. There's so many of us. I mean, a couple of the people, and I doubt if I'll see a single driver right now, uh, yeah. all night. Uh, you know, I'll see 50, 100 different people, and I, I probably won't know a single person. And I've been there, been driving for three and a half years. So, yeah, it, it takes a while. So. Yeah, so I just think they should have some kind of system where they know everybody on this on that crew that night and who to look for and who not. Yeah. So... 
Uh, but Judith is going to love this. First of all, before we start, one of our friends of our show, uh, Evelyn McNamara, lives up in uh, Nova Scotia where all those fires are going on and all. And oh, she she, yeah. wrote, she wrote to me saying, could you use some of your listeners' prayers as my beautiful providence has some serious wildfire, some serious wildfires happening right now. So, uh, Evelyn, we are praying for you. Evelyn McNamara, please, please pray for... There's wildfires going on everywhere right now, so please pray for everybody. And, you know, like, be careful when you're out in the woods and stuff like that right now, because there's... A, Low, all, the, all up in the northeast and all this area right now, it's the perfect, even though we did have some rain, it's it's the perfect time because there's no humidity at all, John. Like, And it's like 70s, everything's dried out and everything's ready to, you understand what I'm saying? It's like the perfect yep. storm right now. So, Because we have a couple wildfires going around our way. My brother woke up the other day, his, his whole hood of his car was full of soot from the fires, the way the winds was blowing. So... Please, everybody, play, pray for Evelyn and everybody up there in, in Canada and Nova Scotia and that whole area. Thoughts and prayers go out to you guys. I pray to God they get them all under control. So, If I could figure out how to bottle up some humidity to you, I'd do it. I've got plenty. Yeah, I know you do. Is it a hot day there today? Oh, it's it's we're flat in the summer now. So, it, yeah, it's, it's going to be about 94 today, 92, and about 80% humidity. The only pro- the only good part of of all that is is when it gets that humid and that hot, you know you're gonna count on them afternoon thunderstorms break it up. So. Yeah, yeah, we're sitting in the seventies right now. We're in that nice pocket of weather. Oh, so. nice. Oh, anywho, dude. Then I'm going back to Judith is gonna love this. Two more offsite hotels join join Disney's hotels with eligibility for early theme park entry at Walt Disney World through 2024, John. Oh, wow. Uh, guests staying at our friends over there at the Wyndham Garden Lake Puna Vista and Wyndham Lake Puna Vista will now be able to enter the parks 30 minutes early, John. So our friends over at the Wyndham got uh, able to get in. B Resort and Spa, Lake Puna Vista... Signia by Hilton, Orlando, Bonnet Creek, Bonnet Creek, Waldorf Astoria, Orlando, Drury, Drury Plaza Hotels, Orlando, Lake Buena Vista are currently offering early entry through 2023. So Judith will be happy that eight hotels now have early entry to go with all her Disney hotels. I'm sure she's thrilled. I know I'm thrilled because there's a good chance I'll be staying with our friends over at the Wyndham next trip again, John. Oh, there you go. At least for a few days. Yeah, you know, I might be doing a split stay a couple days there and a couple days at good old Port Orleans, John. There you go. You got to get you some Riverside. Yeah, got to get me some Riverside. What else do we have here, Johnny? We got more of that stupid lawsuit going on. We're going to skip past <laughs> that. Really? <laughs> Dude, I've, I listen to other podcasts and stuff, and... I was listening to uh, the Diz Unplugged. Pete Warner's so upset with Walt Disney World right now that he ain't even doing the Walt Disney World regular park podcast anymore. He's just doing the food and DVC and cruise because he's so disgusted with the lightning, all that stuff, the extra stuff that's going on. So Yeah, lightning yeah. lane and all that crap. Yeah. yeah, so he's backed out of that. But he was going on and on and on. And I don't know. Robbie will be out to correct me because I don't listen to every single episode. But I listen to a lot of podcasts. And 
John, every single one of them now, and I've listened to a ton of them and blah, 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 and I'm not trying to make us look great because, John, when we're together, we do look great, John. We're two, you know, handsome guys. Well, I'm, jo I'm Captain Hanson. Uh -huh. You're Johnny Orlando. But anyhow, everybody is on the... I told you so. I told you the Star Cruiser was going to fail. I, everyone, dude, I don't remember listening to any of them saying this is not going to make it. Except for me being the negative Nelly that I am. But do you, I mean, now they're all, every one of them are Monday morning quarterbacks saying, how did Disney even expect that to last? Yeah, it's, it, it's mind blowing to me, John. I yeah, still don't yeah. understand how, how, I, I don't know how that even, how did they allow that to happen? Like, how didn't they see that, John? I don't know. There's a lot they don't see, Doug. I mean, look at their, look at the flops in the last uh, two or three years. There's been some big ones. So. Well, a lot of them been before because of lack of creativity and want to continue to ride out the same old things. That's their biggest problem. Uh, Tatiana's Bayou Adventures scaffolds up everywhere now. They should call it, instead of Splash Mountain now it's Scaffold Mountain. Scaffold Mountain. Yeah, they're scaffolding everywhere up there. I'd like to run around that, dude. I just I was hope. Say, that sounds that sounds like a construction uh, ride that Doug would probably want to ride. Absolutely. So. I bet you some of the kids would love to use that as a jungle gym, John. There you go. But, again, I'm going to reiterate. I pray to God that they put full full emphasis into making this as great as a, of attraction as it was. I hope they don't just do what they've been doing and half-button everything, John. I, we'll see. Dude. Lots screens. Yeah, I could just see it being... I don't. I hope it's not frozen, John. I hope Tatiana's not frozen. I agree. It's a better. I mean, it's it's more of an in-depth attraction in the first place because Splash Mountain. Well, I mean, I liked Maelstrom, but it was no Splash Mountain. No, so, it wasn't know. an e-ride. Maelstrom was a nice ride, but it wasn't an e-ride. I mean, if you yeah, go over to, yeah, I would agree. If you go over to History of the Magic Kingdom, Splash Mountain. If you go over to History of Disney Parks, Splash Mountain's a top ten ride all time. Can we agree on that? Yeah, yeah, I would say. I mean, it, it literally, arguably, some of us have named it their number one ride here or there. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody said that's their favorite ride, you couldn't tell them they were wrong, could you? Right, right, right. That's just like me saying Haunted Mansion's mine. You ain't gonna tell me I'm wrong. No, because it's it's <laughs> it's it would be in the Disney Hall of Fame splash round. I mean, years to come, it's gonna, yeah. especially if they half butt Tiana. I'm I'm excited about it. I hope they make it great. I'm gonna miss my splash mountain because I understand. The history of it and all, but I don't. I'm going by my history of the fun I had on it with my family. I was not thinking about the negative stuff. You understand what I'm saying, John? But the, just the ride itself, it was top notch. They went all out when they built that ride. They didn't cut any corners. Can we agree on that? Yeah, I think maybe back in the '80s they were a little had a little uh, freer reign with that type of stuff. It didn't seem like they tried to limit themselves as much as they do now. So no. So the point is. This ride needs to come back. It should be better with all the technology and everything they have now. There's no excuses for this not to be. I mean, when it's done, you it should be arguably up there. People as excited to go on this as Tron or Guardians of the Galaxy or or any of the great rides. This should be the when it's done, it should be a number one ride in the park, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would anticipate it. Hopefully, it, it lives up to the expectations. But yeah, I would, 
I would uh, assume that they're going to try to make it uh, top top tier, you know, like you said, and and, uh, and, and, and stuff. And I'm not making excuses, but because I know so many women that would go on that, they did not want to go on that ride, but would go on that ride because of how good the ride was, if that makes sense. It was worth getting wet for. I hope they don't cut corners and it's not worth getting wet for. Does that make sense to you? Well, uh, that and I hope they don't cut the getting wet part out. I yeah. mean, that yeah. was that was one of the most enjoyable aspects. I mean, granted, certainly there's some women that don't. But if you're at a theme park at two o'clock in the middle of uh, the July, your hair's wet anyway. Let's face it. I mean, you're you're probably a mess anyway. So uh, yeah, I, I hopefully you can still get wet. So. But there's also you were out to dinner that night. You went over. You were dressed pretty decent because you had ADRs, maybe aided contemporary over at the Floridian and. You go into the park that night, and it might. I hope you're in a nice outfit, and it's still worth you getting wet for. Because there's a <laughs> lot of times where people will. Brenda has talked me out of not going on it so many times because she didn't want to ruin her day getting wet. Because there's also the aspect of even though you are a little damp or whatever, your clothes. When you go on and you get that soaked, sometimes your clothes are stretched out. You're paying for it for a couple hours, and it. And, but it was worth it to me. Now, I don't want it to be where it's not worth it to me, John. Does that does that make go. sense to yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. So, Disney, you better make it worth getting wet. Is all I'm saying. That's <laughs> the point I'm making. You look at it. You, you you look at it as a detraction. I always looked at it as a plus. So, <laughs> I mean, that was that was a highlight is getting splashed and getting cooled down. So. But but the difference is is if Lisa didn't want to go on, you would still do it. See, with me and yes. Brenda just coming down for the week, you were there more than me. You understand what I'm saying? You could come oh, back. Yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. me and Brenda on our one trip of the year, you know how many times? Come on, honey, go on. Come on. No, I And then we'd walk away. And then I'd say, I'm going to go back before we leave, and then I'd end up getting tied up and doing ten other things and wouldn't end up doing it. Well, that always happens. You know, you, you always plan on, on going back and doing something, and it very seldom happens. Yeah. But I want her to feel like, you know, this is worth it. I want it to be like, know how excited you are to go on different rides. I want the excitement to still be there. And, and I hope they don't drop the ball and half butt it to where it isn't worth it to me. I'll go home and dop, yeah. dive in the pool to get cool if you, instead of waiting <laughs> in a two-hour line. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying with that, right? It better be up to standards because uh, I've been to a lot of theme parks where a log flume is just a log flume. And I don't go on it because I don't want to get my sneakers wet. I'll go on the roller coaster two times and enjoy myself. There is some distractions to getting soaked. <laughs> no. I want it to outweigh the distractions. Uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, first June date for after dark hours at Hollywood Studios hits capacity, so people are still buying this junk, John. You put it out there, they're going to buy it. Yeah, I wish they'd stop. Buy it. Disney After Hours at Hollywood Studios event tickets. Uh, this event takes place like the nights through June 28th. Annual pass holders and DVC members can purchase for a $30 discount, John. So that's a good discount. Not bad. If you want it, I suppose. Yeah, but uh, it's sold out all the way through. We're still availability through where are we at here. You got June 14th, June 21st, and June 28th, and they're $149 a pop for these after-hour events. So, all I know is rides better not be broken down, kids. 
you no kidding. Yeah. Because that's what you're paying 149 for. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, changes to Epcot's extended evening hours attraction lineup for Walt Disney World Resort Deluxe Hotel Guest. That disgusts me, John. It really does. That only Deluxe get the after hours, John. I think... Ain't that some kind of... Uh, there's something wrong with that. I, th I think if you stay anywhere on Disney property, you should get that. Same perk. I'm sorry. Unlikely to impact many guests. The Beauty and the Beast sing-along in the France Pavilion has been removed. Oh, my God, Yay. John. Leaving I nine... Just, I just... I okay. kept wanting to go see the film and every and all the time during the day they were doing that sing along instead of the film. I like the I like the film and I like the music in the film, that creepy carnival song. So yeah, I like that stuff. So. Yeah, the next Epcot extended evening hours is June fifth, which is tomorrow, and it's from nine to eleven PM. Which on a Monday night that ought to be a good time if you could go. I'm sure it's empty. Not I mean empty to normal standards. But there's only nine attractions open, John. The complete list is Frozen Ever After, Grand Fiesta Tour, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Space, Remy's Ratatouille, which is cool, Soarin', Spaceship Earth, Test Track, and The Seas with Nemo. That would be a good time if you could bang out all of them. I don't think you could in two hours, but I'd definitely be doing like Remy and uh, probably Soarin'. Guardians. Yeah, and Guardians. Yeah. So. yeah. Test Track. Yeah. yeah. If you get those four in, yeah. Know. So, all the DVC resorts, uh, the ones that get in is, which we know is Animal Kingdom, Beach Club, Boardwalk Contemporary, Grand Floridian, Poly, Wilderness, and Yacht Club. If you drop four bills a night on a moderate, you're not highfalutin enough to get in here. Yeah, you didn't spend enough money. Yeah. And then the Swan, Dolphin, the Reserve, and Shades of Green also get in, John. So... I think it's a joke that all the hotels don't get in. It shouldn't be that way. It really shouldn't be. Uh, what else do we have, John Boy? Uh, Figment pass holders, magnet distribution. Holy moly, John. That's around the block for to get that free magnet. <laughs> uh, people love them a figment. Yeah. People love anything free, John. That's what it is. You pay all this money for your annual pass. You want to get every perk you can possibly get. Yeah, that's the same at football games and basketball yeah. games, though, with the stupid T-shirt cannon. They yeah. fire that, and people will fight over that stupid T-shirt that probably doesn't fit you in the first place. So, Dude, I've learned. Even handing out our T-shirts. Dude, you give anybody a free T-shirt. It's like the, it's like one of the greatest things ever to some people. I got a T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, you should see it. Like, when our union shows up with free T-shirts, dude, it's like, holy moly, it's like kids in a candy shop. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can get your... It began on May 31st and will continue through June 30th, 2023 to get your figment magnet. So, I mean, it's a pretty cool magnet, but... My buddy, uh, I might be making my first magnet board, John. You ever heard of a magnet nope. board? No, I don't believe I have. Well, a friend of mine, he collects, they go on vacation every year, different places, and sent for years, for like the past 30 years, every time he goes away, he buys those refrigerator magnets. Yeah. Well, his refrigerator's covered in them, 
his mother moves in, moved in with him. Uh, she's living with him now, so mom took over the house, kind of. And his mom's in her 80s, so you don't want to fight with mom. And his mom, believe me, she's, you don't want to fight with her for your... Phyllis will kick your butt, dude. But anyway, she don't want the magnets on the fridge no more. She's tired of them. So anyway, I'm going to make him, like, a picture frame. I'm going to go get myself some steel, some metal. I'm going to get a sheet of metal. I'm going to frame it out with wood. I'm going to make it so he can hang it in his office and then put all his, his magnets on them, John. I wonder if I could yeah. sell them for a living, John. Uh, it doesn't seem like a bad idea. I mean, magnets are one of the things that people... At one time, you remember there was a magnet store at Yeah, yeah, yes. So, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, magnets are one of the pick up and like you said it's a, it's one of those affordable souvenirs you can grab from just about everywhere you've ever been to so yeah because i know my wife dude if the fridge gets too cluttered with that stuff she gets annoyed by it she'll deal with it one like and then one more goes on it's the boiling point it have to go <laughs> that's the straw that broke the camel's back yes so yeah but maybe uh if you guys want, I'm going to start building magnet boards. It'll be my first one. I'm going to build it probably this week or how next much? Month. How much do you think the sheet of metal is going to cost you? So that would be like the question. I mean, what do you have to, what's going to be your... Well, I'm going to go to Fazio's and see what they have in sheets over there. Because what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll buy the sheet of metal and then I'll paint it black or white or whatever color you want it. And then I'm going to yeah, picture frame yeah. it like a, an oak or pine, depending on what you want it done. If you want to paint it, I'll do it in a pine. If you want it stained, I'll do it in an oak. And I can make them probably like a, I'm thinking like two foot by four foot, John. Yeah. You know, nice little size. And I think, it, I honestly, I think that would be better than on the fridge. The display them in an area. Like my office here, I wouldn't, if I make it and it comes out nice, I might make myself one, little, a smaller one for this office. Maybe a two foot by two foot one. Yeah, Put all mine go. on. But it was one of those things where his sister goes to me, uh, Robbie needs to do something with these magnets. He, I told him Doug could probably do something for you. And that's where the idea came from. So, okay. You never know, John, I'm, I might become the magnet board, uh, millionaire, John. <laughs> <laughs> magnet man. Yes. But yeah, tomorrow I'll get on Amazon. There'll be 57 companies selling them. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm going to be making one of them up. Hey, John, one of these days, I'd love to be able to make my cornhole boards, magnet boards, my furniture, and not have to do my day job anymore. That's the dream, right? And then you're going to come down here and sell them at the flea market. Yes. And I'll have you sell them, and I'll stay home making them, John. There you go. I'm right by Webster. So there you I'll go. Take care of it for you. Drawn to Life, presented by Circus to Soul, and Disney announces schedule for spring 2024. You'll be seeing that today, John. Yes, I will. Actually, they got some decent discounts for cast members right now. So I, I've yet to go to one of those shows. I've always wanted to, but uh, me and Lisa on our vacations have never managed to make it over to one. I'd, I'd like to go see one one time. Yeah, Dennis and them went to see it. They said they had a really great time. So if you guys want to go see Circus de Soul, it's, it's performing again at this downtown Disney Springs. Uh, Disney shares new details on the music of Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Dude, all I know is the first thing they need to do is make the whole ride spell like a beignet. Am I wrong, John? <laughs> yeah, that would be good. And and they better have Lou the alligator in there somewhere. I want to see him. So. And I wouldn't mind a free crawfish uh, stew once you get off of it either, would you, John? A little crawfish etouffee. That would yeah. be, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, so they're creating all new music for it. It's going to be Disney has announced today. Walt Disney Imagineering collab- collaboration with award-winning artist P.J. Morgan and Terrence, Terrence Blanchard. On the music guest, we'll hear his part. Disney Carmen said both natives of New Orleans, they are, will help score the lyr- lyrical love letter to the region that first inspired our endeavor with Princess Tiana will have more to share down the road. So it's going to be, hopefully the ride is good food and good music, John. Yeah, sounds like they, they're they trying at least with the soundtrack. So that'll mm. be interesting. So No, I'm looking for, again, I hope it's worth getting wet for. That, that's going to be our new slogan. That I should get t-shirts <laughs> made up. Tiana's Bayou on the back. Is it worth getting wet for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Disney shares new details on that. What else do we have here, John? I wonder if they'll they're, if they're like courting some uh, uh, Cajun Creole food companies for like sponsorship, you know, like Zatarans or somebody yeah. like that. Are they uh, uh, old? Well, no, Old Bay's uh, Maryland, but still, you know, um, something like that because. Yeah, hopefully it's not like like Tron that's sponsored by Enterprise Rental Car, which makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> you go on uh, uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure and it's like sponsored by uh, uh, bananas or something. It makes no sense. No, hopefully uh, they do. Hopefully it's something. Tiana's Bayou is sponsored by Emerald Lagasse. <laughs> there you go, John. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Fat Tuesdays. All yeah. right. Well, yeah. Anyway. Walt Disney World annual pass holders can now make theme park reservation for the entire month of June without count, accounting against their reservation allocations. They're saying Disney is gifting that to them. No, the crowds are down, so we need people in the park, so now we're going to give you this chance to come in. Is that, don't you think that's about it, John? Yeah, that's about it. Uh, Friday, uh, I had a friend of mine contact me to see if I could pick him up something at uh, the Magic Kingdom um on saturday and then he ended up saying never mind anyway so i didn't go but so friday i tried to make a reservation at magic kingdom for saturday a day ahead and i had no problem whatsoever so yeah, yeah crowds are crowds are pretty much now so yeah walt disney world annual pass all pass passes offer varying number of advanced reservation days disney pixie dust pass offers three disney pirate pass offers four and Disney's Saucer and Incredipass offers five days bonus reservations. Do not count against the allotted number of reservations. Disney expects attendance to be softer than usual this summer and has taken steps to drive attendance, including resort hotel discounts, ticket offers, and resuming sales of annual passes. Did we not say all that, John? Yeah, it's pretty much uh, anticipated. So. Yeah. Yeah. Money's tight, John. Dude, I just went to Sam's Club. I, I, $115. I don't even know what I bought. I got, I got, what was it? 15 items cost me, uh, no, 17 items cost me $115, John. It's Yeah, nuts. Sam's Club always always kills us. I mean, we get stuff that lasts a long time, but yeah, it's, it's expensive. So. Yeah, I did a Target run, though, too. A half a cart. That was $148. Yeah, it's yeah, nuts. There you go. Uh, Disney divert, celebrates diversity with new Pride Month mural at the Magic Kingdom. So if you want to go take your picture, it's no longer just the purple wall. Now it has rainbows on it, John. Okay. Alex and Ann and I, or Ann and I, A and I, I don't know how she wants me to pronunciate it, 
All I know is Robbie loves how I pronunciate Kissimmee. So, mm. moving to a new location at Disney Springs, so they're moving somewhere. I don't know where, but that's your favorite store. It's moving. Uh, what else do we have here, John? You tell me Paige is not responding, John. Ah, good, good. Paige is All right, Doug, a little bit of uh, bus background music trivia for you. You ready? Yes. One group of artists have a song that play that uh, two different songs that play on two different resort background loops. Do you know what artists that is? Now repeat the question, John. All right, one art, one art group of artists. Let's say so. We'll we'll let you know it's a band. Okay. Has two different songs that are that play on the background loop of two different resorts. Can I have a vowel, John? <laughs> uh, one more hint. Give me a uh, I, can, I can tell you the resorts. I can tell you the band. I can tell you the songs. Well, the songs is the dead giveaway, but... All right, give me a... Just give me... What two resorts would it be? All-Star Music and All-Star Movies... Or no, All-Star Movies and All-Star Sports. And they're two distinct soundtracks, so... I'm not going to guess it. Tell me what they are, John. All right. Uh, All-Star Sports has Queen, We Are the Champions. Oh, there you go. And, and All-Star uh, Movies has... Crap, crap, crap. Which one is it? It's not We Will Rock You. It's not Bohemian Rhapsody. Another one bites um, the dust? No, dang it. And now you I can't had it remember. already. Now, now it slipped my mind. Son oh. of a... Well, now you have to think about it the rest of the show. You're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. But it's Queen. They have uh, two different songs that play on the way to two different resorts. So. Oh, you got a... Uh, how many different soundtracks do you have playing in your mind when you go to sleep, John? Uh, about 40,000. You know what the most boring one is? The one that you fall asleep? You stop at a red light and you're almost drifting off because it's so peaceful and lovely? Uh, Caribbean Beach? No, that's got steel drums. I like that one a lot. <laughs> that one's pretty cool. Uh, no, uh, when you're on the way to Beach and Yacht Club, it's uh, just like this real soft lullaby, and there's seagulls in the background and waves lapping on the shore. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And don't, that's rough. <laughs> and don't they play, like, the harp on that and some of that music? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're fading out on that one. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's good for the kids. Put them to sleep. Yeah, yeah I suppose. So. What else do we have here, Johnny? That page is pretty much all done. Where are we at over here? Uh, what else do we have here? And, uh, always apparel over here. I'm looking for food, John. Food. Food's good. Food's always good. I'm going to go to two more uh, dining Okay, what happened uh, on June 1st, Doug? Well, what was a uh, unique uh, attraction adventure quest at Animal Kingdom celebrated its 10th anniversary on June 1st? Was it in Kilimanjaro Safari? No, 10th anniversary. So, no, that opened. No, not open 20 some years ago. My bad. Yeah. What would that be? 10 years, 10 years, 10 years. My brain's dying right now, John. More of an adventure than a uh, than an actual uh, attraction. 
every our guests are probably screaming the answer right now. Cause <laughs> what what it is is I'm in I'm into like nine different news stories right now, so my brain's dying because I was trying because the computer shut down, telling me the page was frozen. So, what has been open ten years? What attraction has been open ten years at uh, Animal Kingdom? Tell me, John, because I'm open to six floors. Okay, you that I'm I was glad when they opened that Little. up. I enjoy that. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's designed more for kids, but uh, it's a good family adult, thing to do. Have, yeah, or as even as an adult, it's still fun to do. So, and also on June first was my lovely wife's uh, birthday. So happy, happy birthday. birthday, happy birthday, Lisa! What, what Disney thing did she want for her birthday? Uh, she got what she wanted a week ago, and we had talked about that before, and she talked me into it, so she got what she wanted. So let's not say it was anything Disney, but yeah, John's got a new bill. So. Oh jeez. Yeah. I don't even so. want to know, John. There you go. So. Uh, what are we doing here at Walt Disney World Resort? Uh, early entry. I'm on the other page right now. There's not much going on, John. Oh, that—that's what we watched the other night. Uh, on Disney Plus and it's showing here Dugan the White Rhino passed pa he passes away that is sad I was just watching Dugan they had Dugan the White Rhino on Disney Plus behind the I mean at the Animal Kingdom with all the and they showed his baby Milo being born and Dugan the White Rhino it's saying here he passed away John I can almost cry Dugan the White Rhino was born in 1995 in, at, at Knoxville Zoo in Tennessee before moving to Erie Zoo in Pennsylvania. He came to his final home, Disney's Animal Kingdom, in 2018. As the bull rhino, as, as the bull of the rhino crash, as the group of rhino is called, he helped sire three offsprings as part of the special survivor plan led by the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. He survived by each of his mates as well as his three offsprings, Ranger, Milo, and Logan. And they were just showing Milo he had to get his horn cut down. He's the baby. He's the newest one. Cast members of Kilimanjaro Safari confirmed the news today when asked. He passed away on the morning of June 1st, John. Ain't that crazy? We're just talking about June 1st? There you go. Yeah, yeah. So. No, that's a shame. I... If you guys want to see Dugan, it was pretty cool. He was so sweet, John. He was so... It was showing his son the first time he got to meet him. And it, he's backing up, like, letting his, the baby think he's stronger than him. And he's right... And the baby's hugging him with, like, putting his head to his head. It was... Me, Brendan, and Mom actually watched that last night. That is so sad. So, God bless you, Dugan. Hopefully you're up roaming around in, uh... What they call it? The Animal Rainbow, John? Uh, over the Rainbow Bridge. Yes. So that's sad. I wonder if uh, is it was something wrong with him, or is that the life expectancy of an of a rhino? I have no idea. No, I don't know how I, long they're supposed to live. They think something must have happened to him because they weren't saying anything about him being too old. You understand? And that would didn't yeah. even come up because they usually talk about because they also to show. Well, if he's still having, yeah, if he's still uh, producing offspring, you yeah. would think he's. Yeah, because it was really awesome. They showed the. Uh, Lions last night, the 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 three the the male and the two female lion pride up on the mountain, and on the rocks, and they showed uh they showed how the lady, one of the the caretakers, she took 
five weeks to make it, but they made out of all this like a, a tire and all these other things, but they made it look like a real life giraffe's leg with a ball on the bottom, at the joint, a ball in the middle, and the lions could attack it, try and pull it apart to keep them <laughs> <laughs> exercise. It was really cool to see, John. So, I, I, I mean, uh, it's unless you're a draft. <laughs> yeah, unless you're a draft. Yeah, they're letting you practice on them, right? Yeah. But yeah, they had the, uh, they showed that, they th showed the three lions playing with each other, they showed Ju Dugan and his and the mother and and jail and all them playing together and then they showed how disney saves uh saved 13 sea turtles and then released them all back in the wild how one must have got hit by a boat had its whole shell cracked they saved him and they saved 13 others and put them all back and all of them were like brand new i mean you know you were blessed by god when disney finds you to help bring you rehabilitate <laughs> Yeah, there's, and fortunately, actually, for the, the sea life around Florida, there are all, there's a, actually a lot of good, uh, uh, we have SeaWorld, we have Disney, we have uh, the Clearwater Aquarium in, near Tampa. I mean, they, all of those places do a really good job of rehabilitation and, and getting the animals back out in the wild. So, I mean, we're blessed with an abundance of, uh, of wild, sea wildlife, and we really need to take care of it. So, they do a good job. Yeah, well, it was a it was a blessing. They went there. I mean, watching their MRI machines and cat scan. I mean, they're doing it all yeah. to them, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's put him. We got to check his GI tract out. I mean, they're going off. So, but they got pride stuff throughout all the parks, John. Everywhere has pride stuff this week, this month. So, it's everywhere. They got a new pride float, pride buttons, pride everything. So, you want to go get some pride stuff? It's over at Disney. Uh, what else do we have here? I still can't believe Dugan passed, dude. It's very sad. And then the other Gino, the uh, the silverback gorilla, he passed too lately. And they had them all both on the show. I I got to stop yeah. watching the show, John. Uh, yeah, yeah, bad. exactly. It's you don't want to scare me. Show. Don't uh, don't show a giraffe. You'll start waiting for him. So. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want bad news, John. What else? Do, where are we going to go here, John? You want to do a couple menus? Sure. Uh, I'm trying to find what I want to do. It said Spice Road Table was updated updated in June. You want to read some Spice Road Table, John? Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, we haven't been there in a while. And it's only it's only a couple since we did have. Yeah, it's only been a couple days, so it's just updated right now. So. Did you just hear me cough, John? No, I did. Good. I did mute it in time. So, Spice Road Tables, and it gets a rating of 8.39 out of 10, John, which, dude, that's pretty damn good, because hardly anything gets over a 6 when people love to complain. They don't love to cheer. So. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. I love Spice Road Tables. Everybody who's listening to this show forever knows I like this, this restaurant. It's me and Brenda's. We had to name our top five. I think this would be in our top five restaurants. Would you agree with me the way I talk about it, John? I would think so, and I think it's definitely the one that, for some reason, people don't aren't that fond of all the time. So it's one of your last-minute, easy-to-get reservations if uh, you want to try something different. And I and I guess in a way I do understand it. There's a lot of families at Disney, and and there is some unique food there that maybe your kids don't want to try and stuff like that. So I, I guess I get that point. But if you're two adults out there and you're 
just a wee bit adventurous. I mean, if we could get Brenda and Lisa to go here, Doug, I think almost anybody could find something to eat on the menu. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say they're a little pickier than me and you are? Well, so. I think Lisa's pickier than Brenda is. Brenda's more picky with dairy and ice creams, but food, she likes everything. She'll try everything, Brenda, for the most part. Yeah, it really depends. Lisa's afraid of spices, and so I'm always afraid that uh, I'm amazed that she ate at this place. Well, and and that's good because that was the point I was just going to make. The sad part about hearing spice to most people is the first thing they think of is heat. Yeah. Not flavor. And it's not. Spice means flavor. It doesn't mean heat here. So if you guys want to go, there's plenty of flavor. It's one of the things I love about this restaurant. There's unique flavors on it, like cumin and turmeric and, you know, different spices that, that besides just garlic and chili pepper. You know what I'm saying, John? <laughs> Nothing, not that there's anything wrong with garlic and chili pepper. No, because like, the first thing that I love here has both of them on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite things on the menu, and I'm sure you, I think you've had this when you were here. I think their spicy garlic shrimp here is the best spicy garlic shrimp on property, John. I just absolutely love it. Have you tried that here? I don't think I have. No, I don't think I tried that one. I don't remember for sure, but I don't believe so. It is phenomenal. It's chili, garlic, peri-peri sauce, and it's $12. This is a small plate, so it isn't like an... It's a nice little serving for $12, John. In between an appetizer and a full entree, would you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. Then they got fried calamari which is romalade and a harissa sauce for 12 hours. Then my favorites, which I know you've had these before. And these are the ones that Dennis and me at the, at the at food and wine, remember he had to make the apology? Yeah, you have to eat them the right way, right? Yeah, the hummus fries. <laughs> There's this citrus chipotle and a, and a preserved lemon. But when we got it, we get it here, or you get it at the, uh, when you do it at Food and Wine, if you get the hummus fries, you got to eat the hummus fries with the the uh, with the, the stuff they have with it, like the salad, the little, you know, the everything that comes with it. Take it all in one bite. You want to make the, like Dennis just ate the fries by themselves with nothing on them. Yeah, they, he said yep. they were good, but they didn't have a lot of flavor. But the whole idea of them is it absorbs all the other flavors of what you're eating with it. Right. They're phenomenal. But the hummus fries here, dude, I get the hummus fries, the spicy garlic shrimp, and then I dip the hummus fries into the sauce. It's like, oh, my God. I'm on my way down here to get this now. But those hummus fries are only $10. You can get the spicy garlic shrimp, hummus fries, $22 lunch isn't too bad on Disney property. What do you think, John? Yeah, sounds good. And you get a couple more and then you split. Absolutely. Well, that's me and Brendan, we usually get four of these between the two of us and we have a good time you got the spice chicken which is the newest one it, it comes with a mint yogurt for eleven dollars tiro piccataki john it t-i-r-o-p-i-t-a-k-i-a tiro piccata piccaya tiro piccaya it's cheese filled phyllo cucumber tomato and relish for nine dollars and then you got uh, pomegranate chili crispy cauliflower. I know this is a new one. I know Brenda be all over this. It's a red pepper up and alpeo sauce, and they say it's plant based. I hope cauliflower is plant based. <laughs> and that's eleven dollars. They John, this is right up you and Lisa's alley. Grilled lamb kefta, tzatziki. Radish, cherry tomatoes, and a confit for twelve dollars. You like grilled lamb, don't you? 
Yes, I do. And then you got the non bread, non non spreads. It's called. You got hummus, chimichurri, uh, marinated olives, and a zatari for ten dollars. Dolmas. You know what dolmas is, John? Stuff great, please. There you go. Look at dude. You're such a foodie. It's great leaves filled with that, rice. That, that's called uh, delivering Italian food for 15 years, there Mediterranean you food. Yeah, you're also a foodie. You like to eat different foods. I would call you yes, a foodie, John. You like to try stuff. Grape leaves filled with rice and herbs, marinated olives, charred lemons, and it's plant-based. They tell you $9. Then you get the Spice Road Table Sampler for 15 bucks. It has the lamb, the spice chicken, the zataki and the terapaki. So that's for $15. And then you got tangine, seasonal vegetable, spiced chickpea stew, and herb couscous for 13 bucks. So there's no more. Uh, they switch back to all small plates, which I like. Remember they had entrees at one time? Yes, yeah. So yeah. I think Bob yeah, I like will this be idea a lot better. Yes, I think Bob will like this better, too. Because remember, he got upset because they liked the lamb kebabs and but it had to be with the entree instead of the small yep. plate so dude you can go in here get four or five you can get like five small plates for around 50 bucks that's not a bad deal now you get that sampler platter and maybe two more and you're set and you yeah. try a little bit of everything so. yeah i mean i'd be doing the spicy shrimp the hummus fries uh Probably the cauliflower for Brenda, and then I might do the nons, and that would be like forty-six bucks, John. Forty-four bucks. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, and you get to try a variety of unique food offerings and stuff like that, rather than just another cheeseburger. And Brenda does love all their. Uh, they got a lot of good specialty cocktails here, and they say you got assorted Mediterranean beers, which I've had a couple here, a couple of lagers. They're between nine twenty-five and nine seventy-five, which isn't horrible. They have some ciders here, John. But like Brenda's, one of her favorite is it. Like they have a couple of these, like the Meteor Medina Mixer. It's African rum with uh, Van Der tangerine liqueur and a cranberry juice for fourteen bucks. And then this, this, I think Brenda got this the last time. The Sahara Spritz. It's kettle one, botanical cucumber, and mint vodka, soda water, and lime. So that's a nice, light, refreshing afternoon drink. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and this sounds like a place where I'd actually want to try one of those a little more than probably just another standard beer because uh, most of the beers that they serve here are not even brewed anywhere near Morocco or anything like that. They're usually, uh, they may be Mediterranean, but it's usually... From what I remember, there's a lot of Heineken and stuff like that. So that's stuff that you can find quite often everywhere. So I think I'd try a cocktail instead, maybe. Uh, yeah, well, I enjoyed Brenda's. She's, she gets a different one every time we're there, and she really enjoys it. She loves it there. Like, as soon as we're around there, any time, if it's a dinner time, Brenda's all in. Let's go here. Let's go here. She like, hey, right on the water and catch that nice breeze off the lake. It's oh, it's, it's awesome. Um. Uh, Space 220 has a new menu, John. Good grief. I think they just opened last year, didn't they? Yeah, they already got a new menu. We didn't read this one lately, did we? For some reason, I think no. we did. Uh, Are you sure we did? I remember talking about it, but, I mean, that that seemed like when they opened. So I don't think we've done an updated version, but maybe Yeah, we did. just updated in May, and I don't think we just did it recently. But No, no. But they have a... Their now is just a fixed meal, John. It's, again, it's seventy nine dollars. 
we had friends getting ready to go there too so but that you get a starter you get an entree and then you get a dessert for that 79 dollars john you get to pick one of each so the new stuff on the menu as far as may was it's a bang big bang burrata dude we'd have to get that for watching the big bang theory <laughs> almost required right yes it's burrata di mozzarella grilled artichoke hearts arugula sunflowers and seed romesco and it sounds pretty good yeah i like burrata yeah they still have the starry calamari from the last time we read it it's fried calamari calamari fried italian cherry peppers spicy mar marinara roasted peppers citrus aioli they got blue moon cauliflower which is tempura fried cauliflower home homemade hot sauce and blue cheese dust neptune tartare which is a yellowfin tuna yuzo ginger miso soy avocado radish apples and sesame chicken cantori caesar salad we all know what a caesar salad is space greens which is a garden salad seafood cannellini rockets it sounds pretty good as shrimp scallops snapper saffron cream sauce salmon caviar chives neptune tartare a sushi grade yellowfin tuna with avocado creme mango why did that come up uh creme mango couscous uh i mean kulas edamame wonton crisp and use yuzo dressing there's a lot in that neptune tartare isn't there <laughs> a lot going on in there one you said that before that the the seafood rocket can can alone dug that sounded really good but then it sounds uh, uh, as long as it doesn't have the coconut curry in it because that yeah. sounds like what we you keep getting tricked yeah. with yeah we get screwed again john <laughs> yeah we would screw it all up we'd both hate it and want it so bad yes uh, so bland yeah this sounds great john especially on a cold cooler day roasted asparagus soup john i love asparagus but it comes with jumbo lump crab meat roasted poblanos and red pepper citrus chili aioli and croutons that sounds badass don't it john yeah that sounds pretty tasty yep and then roasted beet salad like how do you go from roasted asparagus soup to roasted beets john are you <laughs> i'm not a beet fan are you i tried them just because you see them all over the place and they're they're okay i mean i it, uh, roasted beets with like goat cheese it, it's okay but it's nothing super special you know I mean, yeah, it uh, basically becomes the cracker with the uh, cheese on it yeah exactly so it's a petite rosetta lettuce herb pesto hazelnuts caramelized goat cheese so basically the goat cheese is what makes you not taste the beets <laughs> so the entrees are slow rotation zero g short ribs john braised short ribs cheddar grits bacon rainbow carrots brussels sprouts red snapper john uh has a fennel bargillo and a potato stew uh red snapper potato stew i'm in john yeah that sounds pretty good terra bolognese corn linguine uh, my this page keeps resenting itself corn linguine temp what says tempeh ragu macadamia nut ricotta zucchini and mushrooms galactic miso salmon miso glazed salmon glazed rainbow carrots edamame and a celery 
puree, it says. Eight ounce filet mignon, John. Cabernet butter, potato leek croquettes. And, and you can add shrimp or half lobster. Shrimp for nine bucks, lobster for 15. Uh, uh, tomahawk pork chop, John. Slow roasted 16 ounce. Neiman Ranch pork chop, corn flan, succotash spice applesauce. Pan roasted swordfish. And that comes with shrimp, little neck clams, Prince Edward's Island mussels, tomato fennel seafood broth, and a toasted garlic bread. So tomato fennel seafood, I would, I would like that, John. What about you? Yeah, that's a, I think so. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of options on there to choose from. There's more options here at a price six menu than, than like Le Chef de France. I think we only got four or five. So it seems like there's a lot of options here. Well. There's more seafood options here than you got over at uh, the Living Seas. What's that? Uh, what's that restaurant I've eaten at a couple times? Uh, Coral Reef. Coral yeah. Reef. I mean, that menu. I gotta look to see if that's been updated. Uh, yeah, the last time we did that, it was really sad. It had yeah. like two fish, and one of the fish is sustainable fish of the day. So I mean, come on. You know, you're a seafood restaurant. So I thought it was gonna be. I, I, they should just put BYOF on that. Bring your own fish. <laughs> <laughs> Have the chef cook it. Uh, slow roasted Crystal Valley chicken, 48 hour brine chicken breast, zucchini, summer squash, ricotta cheese, sun dried tomato butter, and sauce. Now that sounds absolutely delicious, but I don't. We've talked about this many times. I don't think I've ever ordered chicken out at a at a sit down dining meal. It, maybe a couple times at an Italian restaurant, I had the chicken parm. That's about the only way I go chicken. I mean, I go, uh, I go chicken as if it's like parm, chicken parm in an Italian restaurant. What about you? There and the other place that we said, of course, homecoming. But other yeah. than that, yeah, that's it. I mean, and that's just because it's their delicious fried chicken. So yeah, well, and you're going to it. Yeah, 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 correct myself because yeah. I read, I do their stuff on Twitter all the time. But that's like you're going there to eat. It's a chicken yeah. restaurant. Yep. That's what you're going there. You're yeah. there for. But but other than that, yeah, and, and I certainly don't go to a steakhouse or a seafood place and get chicken. But you know, yeah, I, I guess you had an option. Yeah, so. like all of our restaurants we go to around here. Unless I go to uh, Olive Garden, I'm not getting chicken. And spice pad Thai, rice noodles, stir fried vegetable, peanut beans, sprouts, crispy tofu, garlic chili, crunchy, and a sweet soy chili. Which one are you going with here, John? Out of those, what would you think you'd lean towards? Probably the snapper. Yeah, that's where I'd be, John. Or maybe the short ribs. Or maybe the short ribs. I, I would know, maybe be... I'll let Lisa get the snapper and I get the short ribs. There you go. I would be between the red snapper and the filet mignon myself. Yeah. No, that's what Lisa would get. Never mind. She can get the snapper. No. <laughs> and, and I also like that pan-roasted swordfish with the uh, little neck clams, the shrimp, the Prince Edward Island mussels, and with that tomato fennel seafood broth. I think that would be pretty good. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. And then their side dishes are... Uh, you can get one and a half pound baked whole lobster stuff with jumbo crab, John, for 20 bucks. <laughs> Me and Brenda be sharing that. I'll tell you, that's straight up. That sounds pretty good, though. Yeah. <laughs> you already spent 150 bucks. What's 20 more? Yeah, might as well tap it out, right? Yeah, you might as well leave there with a smile on your face. And then you can also get, John, a 24-ounce bone-in ribeye. Coffee space rub, cheddar leek, moon rock asparagus, chipotle onion, and supplemental additions. That's an additional eighteen dollars, John. 
That sounds That's a pretty good. Steak. Yeah, it is. Uh, roasted fingerling potatoes are nine. Fried potato wedges are eight. Broccolini is nine, and roasted carrots are nine. So, and then your dessert you get to pick from John is a carrot cake, chocolate cheesecake, gelato and sorbet, shortcake, coconut panna cotta, and a vanilla bean Greek yogurt parfait. I'd probably go with the carrot cake, John myself yeah yeah uh you know they uh speaking of carrot cake they switched apparently they switched the carrot cake cookie at uh uh hollywood studios a little bit now it's called the carrot cook carrot carrot cake whoopie pie it looks the same though i've seen people come out with them um a lot of people buy them in little plastic clamshells and take them back to their uh, resorts to eat for breakfast i suppose but uh yeah yeah i love carrot cake so i'd probably get that too yeah, because I, I like it because it's not over the top sweet. Yeah, yeah. The same thing with a spice cake. You know, it, it's and but it's got that nice cream cheese icing that will give you the sweetness, but you can determine how sweet you want it. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, John, they did update the menu over at Coral Reef. We will read that one next week. It was updated right. in Sounds March good. of this year, so we'll read that next week. I'll save it. There's not a ton of entrees on there. There's one, two, three, four, five, six of them. So they really didn't open up. But, and I'll tell you this straight up. There's half of the six is only is seafood. So <laughs> Only three? You're at a yeah. seafood restaurant in a giant aquarium, and you got three seafood options. Yeah. Come on, guys. I'll tell you what I did make this week for me and the lovely mom and lovely Brenda. I did our... Uh, I did our uh, chicken wing recipe, John. I haven't done it in a while. Dude, that recipe is so dang good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, I did. And like a... you said, you know, a couple of times, it's only got, what, one tablespoon of sugar in it. Other than that, it's all, uh, it gets its sweetness from the honey and stuff. So it's It's really, a healthy really recipe. Good. I need yeah, to post it. So. Everybody wants it from me. Every time I talk about it, I met a lady in the store the other day. I was looking for uh, chili. I needed the, uh, the only thing we didn't have was the chili, uh, spice powder. the yeah. powder and chili yeah. powder I couldn't say that and she's like helping me look for it she goes what are you making good and then I told her she took a picture of the recipe on my phone <laughs> she said her and her husband's always looking for healthy you know what I mean stuff like that yeah. so but I did it on a, I did it on a, we did chicken wings but I also did it on a, the we did it on the chicken thighs which was really good yeah, yeah, yeah. A little more meat, you know what I'm saying? The chicken thighs, because they yeah, still have yeah. that, the brown meat, it ain't the white meat. It was really good, John. I enjoy, that yeah, recipe's so damn good. And now chicken thighs are the most affordable uh, yeah. piece of the chicken you can buy out there. Chicken wings are expensive now, so yeah, yeah. if it works well on thighs, maybe I'll try that next time. Yeah, it works really good on thighs. It was delicious, dude. I, I, me and Brenda love the thighs. I think the thighs have a lot of, lot of flavor to them. They do, and they're more affordable. And uh, I, I guess maybe they're not as healthy for you. I guess breast is supposed to be the most the healthiest, but still, chicken thighs they, they actually fry better. They keep they stay juicier longer, and they're better. And I make a roast con pollo, and they're better in that too. Chicken breast it seems to dry out really quickly. So. Yeah, well, I've done it with the chicken breast before, right? And what I do is with it, I uh, when I throw the breast on the on the grill. I brown both sides of it, and then I flip it to leave one side down and turn the grill down some. And then I put I put that I cut slices in the top of the chicken, and then I let that sauce run down into the inside of the breast. 
cook inside. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And it does really good. It does flavor really well because it, it beds inside of it. You know what I'm saying? I put right. real small lines yeah. in it. It lets it cook down into it. But now the breast does it, dude. A couple minutes over and it's dry. Yeah. No, but I started doing my breast when I'm doing them. Sometimes we did them in the oven. We started doing them at 475, John. They cook faster and they stay juicier. Heat. Yeah, yep. yeah. And they yeah. stay so much juicier, dude. The, the the juices are flowing out of them. So, but no, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I found that recipe. That's uh, I know JJ is. I know JJ's glad oh. we found that recipe. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That and the cheddar cheese soup, and he's good for Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get them delivered back to his room. That's all he needs with his Wi-Fi. Uh, yeah, that's right? it. I'm, I'm, I'm listing on eBay eating chicken wings and cheddar cheese soup. I'm good. So, uh, that's him. Yeah, well, he's helping you guys with that listing. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's... He's 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 taking over my account for the most part. He does all the packing, shipping, and listing now. So, and him and Lisa spend time doing the uh, uh, finding the uh, stuff. So yeah, I've 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 uh, bequeathed that business to him. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. You need help as much as you can get, John. Ah, so, uh, tell me about it. I think I'm gonna rent a U-Haul, drive it all down <laughs> to you guys, and let you sell it on eBay. Presley's saying it's time oh, to go, yeah, Dad. Yeah, yeah, you, you'd get upset with the prices that we take on your stuff. So no, <laughs> I wouldn't probably wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to give it away too, John. Just not giving it away without giving it away, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, but anyhow, my dog's being bad. Mommy's yelling at him. She called him out. But no, I am. Uh, I'm glad to hear he's uh, taking that load off you at least, John. He's at least yeah, doing the eBay yeah. for you. That's good. So, you're there at work? I'm passing under the Skyliner in front of the Riviera right now. Uh, bite me, John. Bite me. <laughs> I want to be there so bad, dude. You have no idea how much I want to come down. As much as I piss, moan, and groan here about the place, I still can't wait to be there. You know, it's just all the memories. I don't like the way it's being ran, but I love running through the place, if that makes sense. So. Yeah. So, but That's I, a love-hate relationship you it, got. It really is. It really is, and I can't kick it. And I probably never will, but... Anyway, and, and that's the other thing. I'll let you go real quick, but that's what's really pissing us off. Our agency changed addresses, right? My, my American Tourist Travel. She changed addresses. She gave them everything they needed. I have three trips right now out from March that they still haven't paid me for because of her change of address. Now, I booked two more. They have no problem taking our money with our IATA card and booking these trips. They're having problems paying us our money, John. There you go. We're not sure you're at the new address. And they have everything. It's really, it's really st like you'd think if they can't send us money when I go to the book and give them my IATAN number, they'd say, well, you're not eligible to book these trips either. So. They're okay to just right. take nine grand from a trip, but now they they can't justify paying it out. It, it may it may these companies make no sense to me, man. But they're really starting to piss us off right now because uh, they they owe me a couple grand right now, John. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. So, but anyhow, I'll let you go. Go enjoy. Hopefully, this new ins you don't get Inspector Twelve on you today, John. <laughs> Uh, sir, you have a green stripe on your black sock. We're going to have to write you up for that. Oh, okay. Geez. 
Did it turn green or is it is a green already, John? Yeah, <laughs> I've got a, a green stripe. You know, uh, I think it's Adidas, a green uh, stripe on. But I've got boots on, so I'm hoping they don't see it. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's so sad. But anyway, everybody out there, be kind to one another. Pray for our friend, friends up in Canada with all these wildfires and the wildfires here in the United States. They're all over the place right now. So don't throw your cigarette. If you're, if you're dumb enough to smoke, don't throw your cigarettes out the window, please. Right, John? <laughs> exactly. If you are going camping, be mindful of your surroundings. Make sure you put your fires out. And if you're lighting fires, you deserve to be put in jail. That's all I'm saying. There you go. All right. But anyway, everybody else, be kind to one another. Go over to iTunes and please leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye, folks. Have a good week. Fold your strollers. See ya. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.